What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Squirrels and Robots, episode 89. The robot's not here today. Anyway, another week, another broadcast. We're almost at episode 100. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad for like a side project, you know? It's like we just started doing this and we're just like, oh, let's see what happens. And here we are. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but there's news. Finally, news. Tell me stories. Bruce Campbell, yep, that one, is going to be in a movie called Black Friday, where he and a group of retail workers are trapped in a store by a bunch of zombie shoppers. Kind of. Uh, not more zombies. Well, apparently an alien parasite turns people into murderous creatures or something, so it kind of sounds like zombies, but could be something else. I'm going to say space zombies. Well, honestly, who cares? Because Bruce Campbell is in it. So that's an instant watch for me. In other spooky news, Cassandra Peterson, the actor who plays Elvira, has released a memoir book thing, and within it has detailed that she's been in a relationship with another woman for the last 19 years, I think. Damn it! Why are all the cute ones taken? Yeah, well, now you know how every other woman feels when they see a gay guy who looks really cute, and it's like, sorry, this avenue is closed. So, but anyway, so good for her for bringing things to light and finally being comfortable with it. I don't know why it took 19 years. Let people know. You know, I, I mean, I honestly am not surprised, you know, for, for two reasons. One, she's a bit of an icon amongst the LGBTQ plus community, right? Right? And frankly, if I had that many men obsessed with me, I, I'd be pretty sick of them by now as well, you know? I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah, I'm done with everyone here. I'm going elsewhere. You know, we were just talking about the LGBTQ plus everyone's not having a lot of uh, horror in, in, in our last podcast. But now, now they have Elvira, and that's a huge horror icon. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, um, so there you go. I mean, you think Elvira fans are going to be, like, missed? Uh, about what? Well, you know, Elvira not being into the blokes. Oh, my God. It's Cassandra Peterson, not Elvira. Elvira is a character that she plays, okay? I'm sure the character will still be her usual double entendre-y self, right? Uh, let's see. Apparently, well, apparently she had some reticence in the reveal, as she was supposedly worried about what people would think and whether people would be upset with her or whatever, which I kind of don't get in this day and age. Well, well, I think some men, right, might be like, oh, Elvira, you know, she was like my best girl and, you know, all that. Oh, God, but Elvira is a character. We seem to have a lot of issues with people mixing up the characters and the actors that play these characters these days. Are, are people dumbers? Yes. But anyway, Cassandra Peterson released the memoir book uh, thing, so for those interested, give it a read. I personally need an audiobook because I'm really pressed for time. Does the audiobook have pictures? Yes, mine pictures. Oh, those are the best kind. And to Cassandra Peterson, even though you probably won't hear this, yo, all the support. You've brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. And as long as you're happy, we wish you the best. Seriously, I can't imagine you stressing over what people think. 
So don't, okay? Be you. And that goes for everybody out there. Agreed, you know, she gets all my support. Even if my chances with her are now at zero percent. Dude, they were always at zero percent. No, no, they were at zero point zero one percent. Now, it's at zero percent. It's been wiped clean. No chance. Giant goose egg of chances right there. But you know what, you know, I'm okay with that. But I will say, I am eager to see where fan fiction goes now for Elvira. What? Well, I mean, you know, fan fiction. You know, Elvira and Vampirella. You know, um, Elvira and Morticia Adams. Um, Elvira and Lily Munster. You know, oh, Elvira and Lady Death. No, Elvira and Betty Page. Wait, no, Elvira. All right, okay, I get it. All right, God, I didn't even think about that. Oh, look what you did. So, Elvira fanfic now will have more ladies in it? Question mark. Elvira and Marceline the Vampire Queen with Princess Bubblegum. Take my money. Oh, God. Ugh, moving on. The Lost Boys series got canned in favor of a Lost Boys reboot movie featuring some actors from Stranger Things or whatever. Um, it's not going to be good unless Saxophone Guy is in there. Internet petition for Saxophone Guy. Make it happen. Saxophone Guy. It's not Lost Boys without Saxophone Guy. Oh. Beavis and Butthead do America is getting a Blu-ray release. Does that really need a Blu-ray release? I mean, come on. I don't know, it was kind of like a time capsule of a show from the 90s that was really poorly animated, yet still made it huge. You know, it was just, it was dumb, fun, but still had some sophisticated humor to it. You know, usually when it came to the music videos. But, you know, it was like a weird time in cartoons where, you know, you could toss a dog into a dryer and people would find it hilarious. I missed a Joe cartoon, Blender in the Frog cartoons. I would play that for days. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back then you could pretty much do whatever you wanted. Uh, but now, you know, you say the wrong word and people are all like, Cancel! So, personally, I like looking back on those times when expression was a bit more free. And people didn't take that expression so seriously. And if they did, nobody cared. Which brings me to my brainstorm of ideas, comic books. Uh, yeah, tell everyone about the comic book thing. Since all platforms are very poopy when it comes to what is considered suitable, I say, why destroy my body in trying to animate everything I want to write about, only to have it removed from platforms, or demonetized, or destroyed, or stolen, or kicked in the kidney, or complained about, and then cheese whiz dries up, and we're left with crusty. Okay, go on. Oh, so I said... Comic books! It is a medium where we can be free to do what we want to do. Write the stories I want to write. And doodle what I want to doodle. Without having to worry about if a cartoon thigh is going to ruin our lives. Yeah, I mean, it's getting stricter out there. You know, everything's so arbitrarily enforced, but when it is, it's really enforced. It's like, alright, get off my platform, bro. And I'm like, but I was here for a decade, and you know, they don't care. Yeah, whatever. Um... <sighs> Yeah, with all the crap going on on various platforms still, creating how we want to create and expressing ourselves the way we want to has become increasingly difficult to say the least. So, even though we're going to keep animating stuff like rants and cartoons and all that, all the good stuff, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, sign them all, all the good stuff will probably end up in the comic books. Well, well, define good stuff. Well, there's that new character that's popped up on the socials. Oh, right, the goth girl. We have a lot of goth girls hanging around us, don't we? Yeah, it's kind of a thing. 
Anyway, that character was supposed to pop up in the original series of Neurotically Yours in like 2005 or so. But things got sidetracked and I became the voice of reason for the series. Because, you know, the power of Fomi compelled people. So, years went by and she ended up almost forgotten about until we unearthed the original character design during our 20th anniversary bin rummaging retrospective that we completely scrapped. But at least all that digging through the crates unearthed a ton of characters we frankly forgot about. Yeah, I mean, the Neurotically Yours series can be like very insular at times, you know? It's usually just you and Jermaine and, you know, maybe one or two other squirrels and, you know, that kind of thing. It's kind of claustrophobic, to be honest. Well, the thing about animation is, it's tedious. Like, every character on the screen is days of work for an episode, okay? In a comic, not so much. It's like, bam, they're there. You don't have to worry about animating everything, voice acting, sound editing, and all that crap. And, and yo, keep in mind, folks listening to this, with the exception of that one annoying character, ahem, Jermaine, Jermaine, yeah, um, one person has done the animation, writing, voice acting, sound editing, artwork, merch design, web design, music, music production, directing, producing, and so on, and so on, and so on. One person, okay? And in the 20 years they've been doing this, one person created around 30 books and comics, 33 albums and EPs, 13 DVDs, 500 and it's probably like 600 cartoons at this point, numerous shirt designs, over 550 streams on Twitch, created 10 puppets, 2 plush, and a goth girl in a pear tree. Exactly. One person, all self-published. We are not a company. We don't have staff. I just have to throw that out once in a while to let people know what the holdup is. You know, and he still packs up the merch orders himself. It's amazing. Yeah, well, Jermaine helps every once in a while with that, but not a lot. So, with that in mind, we're not going to really be able to tell all the stories we'd like to tell unless we offload some of those stories from the animation table to the comic book table. It's just logical efficiency at this point. Yeah, fair enough. So when's the first comic? Whenever you finish it, get back to work. Oh, right, that's my job. So, um, what can we show in the comics that we can't show in the cartoon? Ah, uh, jeez. Well, we can bring back that mutie character everyone seems to like for some reason. I know the reason! <laughs> um, you know, we can just add more characters and flesh out the background info and all that stuff. I mean, there's no real limitations. Example? Well, alright, like, remember in the first series when Jermaine was, like, heavily into witchcraft and stuff like that? Yes, I do! Yeah, what happened to that? I don't know. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. But the real question, all right, all right, I'll see. You can flesh out the witchcraft stories and all that. All right. But what about the jiggly? Oh, God. Um, it's always about the jiggly, isn't it? Uh, whatever. I mean, I don't know what goes on in a creator's brain at any given moment. So eh, we'll see. But it, it'll be recommended for mature readers just from the get-go. Oi, why don't we make, like, a really bizarre edited version? Like, you know, if you're going to do something really lewd in a comic, you make it just totally zany in an alternate version. Dude, we don't have time for that. Yeah, all right. But whatever. Um, With all that being said, we're out. Um, Be safe. Stay smart. Even though I know it's really difficult to stay smart these days as everyone's trying to make you dumb. Also, support our comics whenever they come out, because we would really like to get away from relying on certain platforms, you know? Yeah, speaking of which, Newgrounds. We have stuff on there and keep rolling out all the old episodes in HD, but 
keep in mind, uh, since the Tumblr exodus of lewd artists, um, Newgrounds has gotten a bit jiggly, if you know what I mean. Um, but they do have filters, if you don't want to see that, because frankly, I've seen enough of it, and I just want to see actual art and actual cartoons and not just loops of human bits bouncing up and down, you know? So the filter is decent, use it. Well, I mean, who really wants to filter out that stuff, you know? I mean, seriously. Yeah, well, I'm kind of more concerned about seeing quality work at this point. Why? Dude, I have seen enough. It's everywhere. It's lost its value due to overexposure. Like, I can't escape it. It's everywhere. You know, Instagram, TikTok, just it goes on and on. I cannot escape jiggly and I don't care about it. It's over exposure. Yeah, I can see that. It's like Star Wars, but with breasts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Elvira sees in those things.